Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, and the Mitre 10 Cup is almost upon us, uh, and we are building up towards it. This is our favourite um, competition here at New Zealand Sports Radio. Um, why? Because we get to go around and talk to the coaches and the players. We get a real insight uh, into what is going on. And today, um, I have the absolute pleasure of uh, chatting with um, Aaron Good from Manawa 2 Turbos. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, very good. Thank you, Paul. So, um, how uh, how important is it to you guys the the, the club competition down there uh, in Manawa Two for for putting together your, your minor ten cup um, side? Oh, it's pretty critical on a few fronts. Um, certainly, from a player development point of view, and uh, in, in our academy, so our young players, um, you know, we get to see them on a week to week basis, uh, get to review them and, and work with them through through the club season. Also, uh, from our contracted player point of view, um, yeah, really important that you know this, you know what we're introducing and, and uh, working with them in our in our environment, they're taking back to their clubs and implementing in club footy. Uh, but also from a talent ID um, perspective as well, like we, there's always those those players that shine and play well or move into the area and they and they force their hands um, through their form. And, and so, from a selection point of view, it's it's, it's really important as well. And it looks like it's been a pretty good uh, competition down there this year with um, Massey and uh, and um, sorry, yeah, Massey University Rugby um, and uh, Fielding Yellows. I think are, are playing in the final um, this weekend. But it looks like uh, you, you've looked you college old boys Kitoa, um, old boys Marist. Looks like they've had a, it's been a pretty uh, healthy competition you've had down there this year in the club competition. Yeah, look, it's uh, it, it, it coming out of COVID. Um, we went to one round, um, and look, those two teams that you mentioned at the top of the table there, the final, the actually competition has finished here um, oh, already uh, from two weeks ago. So, yeah, those two teams came out of COVID probably um, probably a level above initially. Uh, I think as a result of that was probably. A number of players or a high number of players are in the academy or in our environment, so they had. Uh, you know, we stayed in touch and they were working pretty hard behind the scenes. So they probably had a, a bit of a jump on the rest, but 
from there, over the early rounds, some of the other clubs had a bit more time and and got things together and um, started, you know, it turned out to be a pretty competitive club comp by the back end of the season. Um, and, you know, went pretty couple of close semis and then it went into a, um, into a pretty really interesting final, actually, between uh, Fast City and Yellows. And, um, yeah, Yellows, they, they started off really well in the final. I had the game won in the second half and then turned into a bit of a grandstand finish with Varsity coming home pretty strong and, and um, bundled out in the corner and um, in full time. So, um, so it was a, it was a good 24. sort of finish. Uh, yeah, twenty four seven, just a, just a one score win um, finish there, as, as you say. Yeah, tight a tight one there. Um, so moving on then, and, and looking at your um, your squad, there's a couple of players missing uh, from there that we've that have been sort of part of your setup for for a while now. People like Nick Crosswell, uh, Terry Black. So a, a bit of a, uh, a a bit of a transition season for you guys. Yeah, it, it feels really different. Um, from, certainly from my time um, involved, uh, we've had a sort of a core core group that's been been here for for a number of years, um, and, and does feel like a bit of bit of a regenerating or a generation of of, of, a, of the team in some ways. Um, you mentioned a couple of experienced experienced guys there, and they're, they're going to obviously big losses um, on and off the field. Um, so, but we've got a lot of talent coming through. Um, and we have replaced those guys with with some experience. So they've come outside from the area, but they bring their own different IP and different ideas, and, and they fit in really good too. So, um, you know, we feel we're in a, in a pretty good place at this this point in time. Yeah, I mean, a couple of players. I mean, maybe not household names, but you think. Uh, I mean, obviously Michael Alatoa is, but players like um, Sui Mali uh, and um, Fido Paolo, both those two guys at the Rugby World Cup last year. So yeah, you you, you say um, you, you've got a couple of. Uh, High quality, uh, um, well, Milo, perhaps pretty, um, Sia Male, a, a, a bit of a, a younger player, but particularly um, Paolo there, yeah, experienced campaigner, um, knows his way around the rugby pitch, will, will be a real good mentor off the pitch for, you, for, your, for some of the younger guys going through. Absolutely. I mean, international experience um, is critical, not lost for a rugby world cup, but uh, um, Philo, he, he's played um, in Europe, so he brings that sort of experience as well. And um, so now he's been been really good for for our boys um, since, since since coming in. Um, added a lot, um, added a lot of size too, um, which is uh, <laughs> something that we've probably not always been known for. But um, certainly, early indications are that we've got a pretty big pack, which we're excited about. Yeah, no, you're true. It's, size hasn't been your has perhaps been a bit of an issue. Players like um, I mean Liam Mitchell, really good lineup operator. But perhaps, but um, but some bit, sometimes a bit, bit of a kind of lock come six. Um, Nick Croswell, another guy who played lock and six, or, or, or as well. So yeah, sometimes you guys have had a bit, um, as you say, perhaps not had the, the the bulk in the last couple of seasons. But he you've got that this year is um, is a good thing. Yeah, well, it's, that's that's right with with Philo there um, at lock and Sam Levi's at um, Tom Hughes are genuine locks. You know, you know they're all over two meters. Um, and, and plenty of weight with them, so um, we've got specialists there now, and, and then we've got the Liam Mitchells um, to to be the six and slash lock, like you talk about. Looking at the the, the backs, then um, a couple of names here that um, you'd love to have, but whether you'll get to see them much. I mean, people like I mean Aaron Smith, obviously uh, named in the All Blacks. Um, Lamappi, we've heard uh, obviously a, a bit it has what well, we think has been um, has had injuries. I think it's probably why he wasn't in the All Blacks. Mm. Selection. So, um, have you 
been given any sort of indications to how much of Aaron you might see this year? Uh, like like the rest of the PUs, the the talk is that the first couple of rounds that they will potentially be available. Um, so we're, we're banking on Aaron being available this week. Um, and, and Nani, we've just got to see how his injury rehab goes. Um, but, yeah, I'm hoping at the back end of the competition he'll be available for probably the last three or four, hopefully. Um, the And then uh, I guess you're looking at some like, um, what's either Stuart Cruden or... Um, I've gone black as the, the uh, or Ben Wayne's ben um, um, leading around. I mean, obviously, crude in there. And Aaron's been in the country. No, no chance of getting him back for a, a little swan song. The, uh, maybe, no, maybe no. Um, that that no, question no. was was put. That was that was pitched. That was pitched on uh, just out of um, just in quarantine to see what he what he was doing um, post super. But no, he was all locked up um, and going to Kobe um, in Japan. Oh, okay. So. Uh, no chance of that. Um, so we've got our, our two two tens, um, Ben Wynas, uh, been around the local club scene for a, for a few years, uh, been involved. He has a, had had a couple of horror seasons with injuries, but he's he's back and, and played really well on the weekend, just gone. And, and yes, we've got uh, young Stuart Cruden to, um, as well, who's a, an exciting sort of young talent. Yeah, so having Aaron Smith and, and obviously, obviously Jamie Boothy, captain there, to give them a bit of experience to help them, plus also... Um, coming in, uh, Nigel Awong, again, brings bring a bit of experience into, into that back line that is, as you say, very youthful. Um, hopefully, Milner Scudder will get to um, get to play. I, I saw that he was, I saw a photo at the weekend that he uh, was in a pre-season hit out against Wellington. So, um, yeah. how did that hit out go? Is, is things looking good for the, for the, for the weekend? Yeah, look, it was, um, we played down in Levin um, and, and played against uh, a Wellington side. And you know, they were a strong side. Um, and, uh, but they were missing a few, to be fair. Um, so that they'll, they'll get stronger, and they've only been together for a week or so. We've had the benefit of probably another extra week on them. So uh, we managed to, to to get the win on um, Saturday, and, and look, we were building quite nicely. Uh, we're pretty happy where we were at. Um, it's a long way to go, but um, you know, really looking forward to, to getting into this week against uh, Atanifa. Cool. And this 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 week, obviously, it's kicking off later in the year than normal. Um, we, we, we had a quick pre-show about weather, and whilst it's raining here, um, we're expecting it obviously to be drier than normal, um, some hard grounds, a bit warmer um, perhaps as well. Uh, you, you're seeing that, um, expect, expect to see lots of exciting attacking play, expecting the weather to, to impact the style of rugby across the across this competition? Yeah, I guess the turbos have always been probably renowned um, for an attacking team, and, and we certainly want to... Um, Still bring that um, that that flair, and um, you know we've probably always known with uh, had a had a pretty good backline, um, but the, the question marks has been around the pack. Well, I think this year that's um, been sort of oh, we'll wait to see. But you know, as we talked about earlier, it's um, you know some big big shifts and some big humans there. So we're looking forward to um, hopefully getting some an edge. Uh, in that area and that we're just going to make sure we play with a balanced uh, game uh, depending on the context of the game and um, but we'll believe to be able to play both styles which is which is um, will be quite um, encouraging and, and absolutely that the, the weather um, going through into spring will hopefully help us um, and the ball and play will will probably lift as a result and and yeah, so, so fitness is could be could be critical so fitness and yeah and the and then obviously some players will need to be rested. Um, so it's going to be a full squad 
uh, season, isn't it? It's full. It's 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 this is whilst the club season was shortened, this the Mind Ten Cup is still the full ten weeks plus the uh, the, the the two finals, uh, two weekends of finals after that. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a full squad effort, isn't it, this year? Oh, it, it always is. Like you generally bank on a couple of couple of dings each week, and um, I'm not sure how many players we went through through last year, and, and um, you know we had. Um, <clears throat> Sort of just fell over the line in the, in the semi final. We were getting taped back together um, by the back end of the year, and hopefully, we'll just have a little bit more depth this year. And, and um, we'll hopefully, we're running over the line this year. So, talking about last year, you say you came up, came up, up, up against a strong Bear Plenty side at uh, in the semi final who went on to win the whole competition and came a little bit sh- came short there. But what does success look like this year? Certainly. An improvement on on, on last year. Um, we, we feel that um, yeah, we were pretty happy with with the end result of, of making the top four. Um, but we certainly want to go one better this year, um, and certainly play a game that you know a game of rugby and a style that's going to um, engage our fans and and um, get people wanting to come along and be involved and we make sure that we're connecting with our community and if we can we can do that we can make people proud the way we're playing um and connecting with our with our region then that's going to be a success for us and i think the results will sort of flow on the back of that yeah and you've got some of the most boisterous fans um down there i've, I've, uh, I've been down there and i i, I even uh, i forgot to bring it with me because I'm, I'm not in my normal studio i, thought I would put a, would have put my green bucket hat on my, I got my green bucket on for this interview but uh, yeah so that, that's back in the main studio um yeah yeah, yeah. As, as, as far as connection with fans you you're, you're one of the best um definitely in the country so folks if you can get down there if you've got young kids, you, the, the language might be maybe stay away from that side of the, of the fans. But if you have, if you're, if you're there for a fun time, uh, then yeah, go sit next to the Bucketheads. They're a great laugh, um, and uh, some of the uh, some of the best chanting, best noise uh, you, you'll, you'll hear in rugby here in um, in New Zealand. Um, one one question that I like to ask uh, coaches is, what is one key stat that you check out on a Monday morning? Um, there that uh, you because we get a whole bunch of stats from sky and on espn and on those sort of places um but uh, i know you guys have access to a lot more stats than that so what's what's one that you what's one of your go-to stats on a monday morning um i'll, I'll probably it depends on what side of the ball you're coaching but i reckon if you're coaching defense it's hard to go away from tackle percentage um that's yeah, yeah i think if you make a you know, high tackle percentage you're going to go a long way to, to, to going pretty well so that that'd be one on defense for me um on, on attack uh, it's probably a little bit different but kick to ruck ratios uh, it's, it's really intriguing and i think it has a big impact on winning and losing games um so if you have um a lot of rucks compared to very little kicks then your chances are you've probably played a lot of rugby um and there's usually a direct correlation between a lot of play and a lot of turnovers and therefore a lot of missed tackles because your D's not set. Um, so it's just trying to get that balance in your game right and ensuring that you're not trying to play too much inside your half, um, recognising when it is on to go, then go. But So I think the, the kick-to-ruck ratio is a, is a really intriguing one for me. That's interesting, yeah. Because if, it, if it's if it's high and you played the game plan by the sounds of things, it shows you've been playing in the right part of the pitch as well. Um, whereas if it's low, it means you've perhaps had to, as you've um, been playing in your own half too much um, and not being able to get the territory, I guess as well. 
Um, mm. So it, it tells you some things. Pardon? It tells some things that you're not might not expect. It's not just purely about how much time you've had the ball in the hand. It's also where in the pitch the game has been yeah. as well. Interesting. One. Um, the uh, and on the on, on the defensive side, interestingly, they, uh, there's a, f a few other ones there that people sort of talk about, talk about first up tackles and being a bit more precise about and sort of percentage of one on one tackles. Uh, yeah, you, you does, it does get a bit granular, more granular than than just purely tackle percentage. But um, yeah, you say if you're making your tackles, it, it makes it much harder for the opposition to mm -hmm. to play. Um, thank you very much for that. That's uh, that was uh, yeah really insightful. I say we we only get a lot of people from a from a fans perspective just look territory and possession, um, but uh, clearly there's, there's there's a lot more stats that are that are out there and, and some that are a lot more meaningful. Um, so so thank you for that. Um, good luck with the season. Um, and uh, and uh, say, and we'll look forward to a uh, to, to Manuel Two Turbo switching up the styles as and when is required um, this season, rather Hopefully. than. Uh... <laughs> so, um, thank you, everybody. Please do like the New Zealand Sports Radio Facebook page, and we're getting around all of the different um, all the provinces uh, and uh, interviewing the coaches. So. Check out our page, or if you prefer to listen on the go, then search New Zealand Sports Radio on your favourite podcatcher, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all of those. Um, thank you um, very much, Aaron, and uh, good luck for the season. Manor Two Turbos. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.